Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Chris Wern. Hey, hey! Just trying to bring some Jameson energy. <laughs> Jameson is absent this week. Yep. So thoughts and prayers with, with Jameson uh, and his fantasy football team because he's doing a draft tonight and they're probably going to suck. So just going to say that. Sorry, Jameson. That's right. He uh, Instead of joining us and our listeners, he is drafting a make-believe football team. Yeah. Broncos stink, Jameson. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true or not. I don't know anything about the NFL, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> we just watched episode four of the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies. We saw a Devin and Kyle fight, a Josh and Fessy fight, and a Huey and Corey fight. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home. We're still doing Jameson's Juicy Deets and MVPs and Losers. But first, I've got questions. I'm shocked at what I'm about to say, but I think this was a warranted Josh freakout. Do you agree, Chris? One? I do. I do think this was a warranted Josh freakout. I mean, it doesn't change how I feel about a Josh freakout and that I enjoy it. And he always looks stupid because he takes it to that other level. He's kind of like, he reminds me of my dogs in a way of like, my dogs start barking at something. And it's like, if one barks, the other one starts barking and they just can't stop. It's like they're broken. And Josh is kind of like that. Once he gets upset about something, he just like, he's seeing red and he just can't stop screaming or yelling. But uh, yeah, it seemed warranted. I mean, everybody, they made it very clear. Everybody's on the same page. Amber B is in this alliance. She's all aligned with them. Casey like talked to her, which I think Festy probably takes Casey's word over Josh's even. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm really surprised she didn't make it clear when they're all talking on the balcony or whatever, like, hey, like Amber B's cool. Like, we're good. She's in it, you know, whatever. You know, I, I'm surprised she didn't clear the air. Uh, <laughs> and why Fessy is so paranoid over Amber B, but whatever. Um, yeah, it, it seemed it seemed warranted. So <laughs> I don't know. You just take out your own numbers or tried to. And now that whole alliance is fractioned. So, yeah, I don't know. What would you think, Danny? I, th- I thought it was concerning when Josh named himself the glue guy of the Big Brother alliance. <laughs> I thought that was probably – I thought that spelled trouble right away. And <laughs> clearly it was not much of a glue guy. So, um, but, yeah, like I totally agree. Like I don't know what Fessy was thinking. That was stupid. So he has a right to be mad. I loved seeing TJ witness a Josh freakout for maybe the first time. He's not usually in the house when they happen. He yeah. seemed as annoyed by it as the rest of us. But he had a point. Yeah. And you know what? I, I think even along with TJ, I think everybody else was a little confused as to what was happening. Like, I think, like, just that big brother conversation happened between them. So, like, you could kind of see it on the faces of everybody standing there. Like, what the hell's going on? Like why they're supposed to be friends why are they fighting so much right now and i think kyle and devin probably just loved it because of their whole situation well do you think this made josh be like why do i follow this guy's every move and word like he he follows him blindly and fessy doesn't give two shits about josh yeah you think you think it would i i'm not convinced it will i mean i don't know josh Ended the episode sounding like he's got a vendetta against uh, Fessy now, but 
I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he just goes back to following Fessy, but maybe, maybe he's seen something else. Maybe Josh is learning how to play the game at this point. Cause really like him following him blindly is not serving him. I mean, if he was any smart, he would see like, yeah, he's just going to get used eventually. But yeah, but this did lead to a Josh and Ashley pairing, which if I had to like, just pick two people to have the craziest (laughs) team chemistry, it would be those two. Yeah. I'm excited. I think like the energy that Ashley would bring to Huey like Huey kind of reacts negatively to it, but like somehow they kind of get along where like, I think Josh is going to get really upset about when Ash is like, come on, Josh, buck up. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm doing my best, Ashley. Go. Like you get the sense that Huey kind of needs that kind of coaching yeah. and being yelled at where Josh, he's just going to go into a shell. Right. Totally. Totally. So so many fights tonight, but uh, maybe the most surprising one, Kyle and Devin. Did Kyle throw the bomb on Devin on purpose? Man, I, it sounds like he did when he like starts to explain, like, I wanted to win and whatever. I like to think that he just fucked up, though, and is too proud to admit that he just fucked up, which <laughs> made me think in this show, like, I just don't understand why people don't just go, hey – Things were moving real fast. I fucked up. I threw it on yours. I don't know what I was doing. I'm so sorry. I got to make it up to you somehow, whatever. If he just said that, nothing would have came out of it. But at the same time, I thought, but if he did just say that, this show wouldn't be as fun to watch. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if people, if people went in and said, yeah, you know what? I'm throwing you down into elimination because I'm afraid of you and I don't want to go against you in elimination myself. If people said that, like, people would go, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. But then the show wouldn't, wouldn't be that fun. So you need idiots to just be like, oh, I wanted to win. Or it didn't mean anything by it. The alliance is still there. We're still friends. We're still dial. We're still dial. Like, I need, I need that stuff, you know? Like, <laughs> who's going to? That's, that's all I need out of this show. And like you said, it would have been completely believable if he was just like, hey, it's really confusing over there. It's hard to tell who was winning because as a viewer, it was certainly hard to tell who was doing well. So I'm sure it was there too. Like, yeah. and I panicked. I pulled the lever. Instead, he's like adamant afterwards. Like, I wanted to win. Like, <laughs> Yeah, totally. I mean, like, yeah, like you said, like who was, I don't know who was winning. Like, was it clear? I mean, it was just like who was getting them quicker, I guess. And at that point, it's like, okay, I guess maybe he was getting quite. It just wasn't very clear as to like. And even that's so arbitrary when you can just end somebody's game that quickly. So it's like, is anybody really in the lead? It's more just like waiting to see who's still sticking around. Right. It's the last man standing or hanging situation. (laughs) That one. (laughs) Let's do some killed it or send it home, Chris Warren. So this is a daily challenge today it was particularly uh, complicated. It seemed like <laughs> I was, you know, listening to TJ explain it. You know, he says, uh, you know, you're suspended and you got to transmit a code to your partner via radio. The code will be found on a rock, which correlates to a number. You have to run back to your thing, put the number in, get the bomb, activate the bomb, destroy an opponent. But it just went on and on. And then there was like, you know, activate and destroy and blah, blah, blah. 
And I, I couldn't help but think like, man, these guys, there's no way they heard this the first time and understood what the hell was going on. So I figured, what's the over under here? I'm going to put it at three. Killed it if it's over three times that these contestants have to hear the directions to every challenge or under would be sending it home. What do you think, Danny? Oh my God, it's killed it. It has to be so many more than three questions or three explanations. I mean, I could have used three explanations tonight and I probably still would have been a little confused, but there were so many moving parts. These people don't seem like the brightest uh, people that we have to offer. I'm sure they just have so many questions. There's no way that Josh or Ashley is getting this information and just being like, yep, got it, ready to go. Like, <laughs> there has to Locked be. and loaded, TJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that that would take away something from the competition, but maybe just, you know, some deleted yeah. scenes about them trying to understand a challenge would go a long way. Yeah, I would love to see um... – you know, some blooper reels of them just looking confused, like lost puppies or whatever, just trying to understand what's going on. Because, yeah, <laughs> I, I, in this particular challenge, was semi paying attention. Like, I don't always pay attention to the directions, but I was like, wow, this is, you know, I'm, I'm like doing something, I'm hearing it in the background, like, this is going on for a long time. And then TJ continues to go about like, one master bomb to, to detonate them all or something. I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, <laughs> no idea what was fucking happening. I guarantee you once they start to ask the questions, there's no way TJ is the one explaining it either because I'm sure he's just like, what is this? And he reads the shit. There's no way he understands either. <laughs> it's like, just tell me when to blow the horn. Right. <laughs> That's the other thing. With all the explosions, all the graphics, everything, they still use a fucking foghorn for every challenge. Oh, man. The budget has stepped up so much, but the air horn still remains. <laughs> Nothing beats a good air horn. <laughs> I mean, do you even have to answer killed it or send it home? I mean, yeah, I'm saying it's killed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely over three times. Hey. Danny, what do, you, what do you got for us? So one of the first things we ever heard from Huey's mouth is that he is a boxer, which I took to mean a professional boxer. Then in a single scene tonight, he needed CT to show him how to exercise and then said that he could probably handle himself in a confrontation as if that would have been surprising when he's a boxer. So... <laughs> Is Huey a boxer? Killed it if he's a boxer and send it home if he's not actually a boxer. I, you know what's funny? I wrote down the same thing, but then I like, I, I took that note away because I was like, maybe I just totally misheard that in the first episode. Like, I thought, I mean, the way that all was presented, I was just so blown away. I was like, what? Wait, 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 what? Like, I must have, it made me second guess myself. MTV, the challenge made me second guess what I, <laughs> believe is true and that I heard Huey say he was a boxer and I was just like I was so confused at those scenes I was like is he playing a game maybe like is he trying to act like he doesn't know what he's doing to like fly under the radar I don't I don't I mean I don't think so I mean it looked genuine like he was falling off that ball and like <laughs> looked 
pretty uncoordinated. I mean, I think, you know, like CT said, like, don't underestimate him. He probably can find some strength in there. But, like, that's not a boxer coordination no. strength. I mean, yeah, I'm sending it home that he's a boxer. There's just <laughs> – there's no way. And I'm really – <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've enjoyed Huey so far, but I'm really disappointed that he lied to, lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looked better at a jump rope than I would, but boxers famously have some of the craziest yes. training regimens of any sport. Yeah. And, and jump rope. Like, you got, I don't know. I've never done boxing, but I feel like anytime I've ever seen any boxer, they know how to jump rope. Like, that's just a thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, Rocky can catch a chicken, too. But, like, <laughs> jump rope. Like, you, you got to do, you know, the double jumps, the single jumps, maybe, like, a little crisscross, something going on. Like, yeah, you would think. Maybe he went to, like, a boxing class one time or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's one of those, like, half aerobics, half boxing classes, and that's his <laughs> athleticism. Yeah. <laughs> Boxing Taibo or something on VHS. Well, if you couldn't tell, I'm going to send that home as well. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Danny and Worms. Juicy deeds. So no Jameson this week, but that doesn't mean we don't have juicy deeds. He texted us some juicy deeds. Because you know what? He is dedicated to this podcast, even though we said he wasn't earlier. He's half dedicated, let's say. Yeah. So he's in it. I'll read his heart's <laughs> in the right place. <laughs> I'll read his first deed here. Tori is allegedly in Romania visiting Emmanuel, the Romanian bad boy. What? <laughs> <laughs> I also like that um, I think Jameson has some tidbit about Tori's love life roughly every week, yes? Probably, probably. And you know what? I mean, this one for me in particular, I was a little upset about because, you know, I thought maybe Emmanuel and Michelle, I mean, look, this doesn't say that they're hooking up, but like, I don't know why you go to Romania to visit someone unless they end up being really good friends. I don't know. It could be platonic. Who knows? Yeah, maybe they're just buds. <laughs> just buds which jameson would be happy about i think <laughs> i don't know uh but speaking of tori shocker cara <laughs> maria is throwing shade at tori's engagement to jordan saying i just know when love is real and when it's not maybe cara maria's right what do you think guys <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't stand Car Maria, as you know. Yeah. And I think she's alluding to sitting out their engagement party in an episode. Like, she just sat around like a mope. And yeah, that was a couple show. seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. So, even if you think that their relationship is not going to last, you still go. I've been to weddings where I don't think the relationship's going to last. I still, I still go, you know? <laughs> Well, at least I didn't invite you to my wedding, Danny, so I don't have to worry about that one. I know yours is going to last. I would have been very happy to go. <laughs> no, it's so true, though. You got to, you gotta like, especially you're in a house and that situation, it's like, just go and be a part of it. Like, don't be, like, I, I remember that episode. She was such a mope and, like, 
I, I don't know. It's like you're taking the game too personally. And it's not even like the game at, at that point. Like, I think it was mostly like Jordan and uh, Pauly were just kind of at like odds. But it wasn't like there was like fighting or flare ups. It was just like they both wanted to be like the alpha male in the house. So it's right. like such a really lame reason to like not just be like brush that aside and just be like, oh, congrats. You know, like it really yeah. doesn't take much. You just don't have to be like separating yourself from everybody and being a dick, you know? <laughs> and speaking of being a dick, a breakup is never a good time, no matter how easy a breakup it is. So don't take a victory lap on it and be like, I told no. you so. No, such a such a lame move. <laughs> a lame. Come on, Cara Maria. And the last D, apparently Kyle is a diabetic. Bananas talked about it on his podcast, how on Kyle's first season, he was afraid to tell production. So during the finale, he stuck his insulin syringe needle up his ass and ran up a mountain with it, then proceeded to keep it up his asshole overnight for almost 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Up his asshole. <laughs> I just like, I need to understand like the reason, like I get why a diabetic needs a needle. However, why you got to stick it up your ass? Like, was there nowhere else he could hide it? And then why, like, why was he afraid to tell producers? Yeah. Like, I mean, that is, I mean, that really is the first thing. Like, don't you think that should be like the first thing you tell, like, I, I, I mean, even if it's your first season, I don't, I don't know. It's just so bizarre. Like, why wouldn't you tell production, hey, I'm diabetic. I may need something. Like, the right. people who can help you out the most. So, like, when you're going into, like, diabetic shock or whatever. They know how to treat you? Yeah, they know what to do. Hey, hey, there's a syringe up my asshole. Please pull <laughs> it out and stick me with it. Like, no, I don't care about infection. I'm dying. I just don't like as if they would have told him like, oh, you you have asthma. You can't have an inhaler. I mean, it, I, you could shove yeah. it up your ass and run up a mountain, but you can't you can't use it. Right. They're not going to be like, oh, no diabetics on this show. Not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. I don't know. It's just like the most bizarre thing I think you could do as a diabetic. I, I don't know. Maybe there's a thing. I I mean, I'm not diabetic. I don't know. Maybe there's like an, a diabetic like embarrassment syndrome <laughs> i have no idea oh, no. that's given kyle way too much benefit of the doubt <laughs> <laughs> that knows? seems dangerous and i uh i urge all of the contestants to just just share your medical history so you can be helped out here you're in a foreign country you don't know what's going to happen don't put your medicine up your butthole don't, it's yeah not recommended by the cdc i'm sure <laughs> MVP of the episode, Warren. Who do you have? Oh man, uh, this was a tough one. Um, I feel like there was a lot of losers in this episode, uh, and I'll try to not pick multiple because I've done that the last couple of weeks. I've realized, and it's just kind of not fair. But uh, MVP this week, I feel like I got to go with Amber B. Um, she pulled through on the elimination. I feel like. You know, even though this big brother alliance is broken, I feel like it's going to rally around her and move away from Fessy that uh, I don't know if you caught at the end there, the like clips of 
you know, the next episode and, and you saw Casey saying like, no, we're done. We're through. I have a suspicion. She's talking to Fessy. Yep. That's just to me, like, you know, um, I think maybe Casey's had enough with that of just like, he put himself first. It was clear. He wasn't there. Like he didn't really care about her in, in uh, last season's final. And now with this whole thing of like, just not really caring about the Alliance, like maybe Casey did talk to him on the side. I have no idea, but um yeah, I think it's Amber B. Um, she's still in there. I think people are going to rally around her. And even though she calls herself a vet, I don't really feel like she's a vet, but I feel like she's going to be accepted into the crowd now that she won this elimination for some reason. So, yeah, she's my winner this week. It's a great pick because she had a quiet season last season and all of a sudden, a sudden wins, right? But I, yeah. I feel like CT took most of that glory from her. She was a bit in the shadow, even though she was the one running and was a badass the whole time. I mean, she killed it. She yeah. killed it. She killed it. Killed it. So yeah. now she comes and beats Corey and Michelle, who seem like a very good team, and does not seem like someone you would want pissed off at you. No. No, definitely not. Who you got, Danny? Who's your MVP? So, look, did this guy show great sportsmanship? No. But he won, and he made me laugh this episode maybe more than any other contestant ever has, and that's Huey. Everything this guy says is funny, and I can't tell if he's in on the joke or not, but he's, he just can't help but be funny. Yeah, he was fantastic this episode. I nearly gave it to him as well. He was definitely the toss-up in my mind. Um, if he didn't get reprimanded by TJ about <laughs> winning gracefully, I think he probably would have got it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't take away the fact I enjoyed every second of it. I mean, I loved when <laughs> he just started yelling <laughs> during the elimination. It was so good. Like, just to be, like, in the middle, like, stop everything you're doing and just start talking shit <laughs> to the other team. <laughs> I've never seen anybody on this show, I don't think, talk so much shit in the middle of an elimination. Like, usually people are like, you might talk some shit, but it's like not like that. Like that was something else. Usually it's like one word or it's like during a break where it's like, come on, let's go again. Or, you know, something like this. Yeah. He, he, like you said, stopped competing and just fired a barrage. The other two seemed shocked it was happening and were just like, shut up. You know, like they, they couldn't <laughs> Stop believe. yelling at me. <laughs> It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen somebody do. And then he does a split and gets the key and, and wins. He was. He won it like a true queen. I mean, he is entertaining. I, I am going to give him that. Like, I definitely want him to be on the show because I enjoy watching him every week. I mean, even when he's like crying and whatever, hanging upside down during the daily challenge or whatever it is. I mean, there's, he brings something funny to it. The sassiness is uh it's fun to watch so i'm happy still with the show and uh yeah i want to see more of them and i got to give it to the casting people there are a lot of unique people on this show huey is a one of one there <laughs> there are no other oh, yeah. hueys on tv and it's incredible oh yeah he definitely is now chris who's your loser oof man uh there were so many people to throw it at this week so hard to think. I, I usually write this down before I before I do this, but uh, I think I'm gonna give it to Michelle. You know, she 
she seemed like a good competitor. I was excited to watch her. I mean, her and Corey obviously did pretty well um, fighting for themselves. It's, it's sad to see them go as rookies, but at the same time, you know, they kind of complained about this whole, like, whether things are fair or not. And like, I mean, I'm sorry, like at the end of the day, like this is the challenge is not made to be fair, you know? And now she gets split up from her uh, kiss boy, Emmanuel, who possibly <laughs> goes on to hook up with Tori. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it to Michelle this week, unfortunately. Uh, but, wow, there was a lot of other candidates. Yeah, I mean, I really had trouble. Like, last week was tough to decide on this one. I had so many. You could have given it to Michelle or Corey. I'm going to give it to Fessy. Just yeah. because in an episode with a lot of missteps, he didn't have to do anything controversial, and he did. I don't get it. It's way too early for that. He always walks around like he's this mastermind. And there's no – you don't even need to have a plan with this one. Just pick a rookie, get him in there, done. No. And of, like, of all the people to be afraid of in the game, I don't think Amber B is that high. And I don't mean that as a slight on Amber B, but, like, for Fessy, I'm just, like – is there not like someone else who like you're more afraid of, you know? I mean, like right. wouldn't you should be like putting in CT or like who's someone who might not be in your alliance or whatever. Like, I, I, I don't understand the moves he's making. I mean, I, it, it just makes it really clear. Like he's just out for number one, which I'm surprised. Like he's, I don't know. I'd be surprised if he lasts long. Cause when you play like that, like that's when you get screwed over very quickly. Like people see that they're going to throw you under the bus. Yeah, so. you don't throw somebody in your alliance in until you absolutely have to. And then you're yeah. like, I'm sorry, a, a decision had to be made. Right. There's, like there's, there's five no, of us. Yeah. There's no reason to be afraid of Amber at this point because she's in your alliance. Like, you're good. No. And, like, it's just one person. I mean, like, the worst thing that could happen is, like, Amber wins the challenge and she doesn't like you and she throws you in. Like, and you don't even know if that's true yet. So like the chances of like all that happening are just like so slim. It just seemed like such a, such a dumb thing to do to like, you know, it, it, that could possibly have very big consequences for him in this game on this season, which is just really stupid. Messy Fessy. Messy Fessy. The nickname fitting and it sticks. Yep. Well, I bet uh, bet Jameson's in the ninth round right now picking a kicker or something, right? Yeah, somebody's going to get him zero points. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. And until next week, that's it from the Tribunal. Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter. Wern, you killed it. You killed it too, Danny. Hey, thank you so much.